Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed, and this is episode 255, and it is part of the Shadow Fall story arc. Whew. Getting spicy. Here we are. I'm getting real close. Oh, okay, I wasn't gonna do that. I'm not doing that anymore. It's not happening. Everything's fine. Uh, everything's. Uh, we're all. We're all fine here. How are you? Uh, boring conversation, anyway. I want to thank all our patrons at patreon.com slash adventuring for being amazing. Uh, I want to thank them for uh, contributing to the show, for seeing value in it, for being the vanguard that makes this show happen. Thank you to all of you who see value in this, who want to make it continue on because, you know, this is independent media. It's uh, We don't have masters who pay us. We just have you, we have all of you, who give us uh, all the support you can, the love you can, and not just uh, monetarily, also make sure you're uh, spreading the word about the show, because that's honestly the best way people will ever find it, is if someone tells them, you gotta check this out. Uh, so, you know, we're getting very close to the end, uh, and we're gonna start something new, so the best time to give that kind of push is, is right when that new thing starts, and we can really get the word out there about this cool, uh, reboot that's coming in the not-too-distant future. Adventure March is right around the corner! Uh, be here to be a part of it every Thursday night at twitch.tv slash srsbiz underscore network, Biz network. Uh, come and check out all the live stuff we're doing 8 p.m. every Thursday in March. We're also doing a live finale listening party on Sunday, March 28th, also at 8 p.m. Same address. So head to Twitch and come watch the show with us. We won't be talking. We'll already be talking on the show. Uh, but you'll be able to see us uh, react to it. We'll be in the chat, chatting it up with everybody you won't want to miss it. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, and so I'm really looking forward to it. All right, let's. I, I just there's a lot going on right now. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth the Monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Gebetto the Rogue. We're basically family. So do you want to admit to your family that all you want to do is learn how to read so that you can read pornos? (laughs) Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The plan worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We Um, should have a plan more often. Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why are my nipples not convincing? Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Caliesto, I I understand that Shadow itself has a place in this world, and it's, it's a part of who we are. If somehow we could almost revert this shadow back to that original intent. Do you think that our current troubles on, on the plane, Avatar of Shadow, all these shadow creatures would just diffuse back out of our world and solve our problem? The, the creature of shadow, the anomaly. Its intent is not corrupted. What it is attempting to do is what Shadow has manifested as from the realm of Shadow. The realm of Shadow was given an intent, and its magic created beings to its intent. And what this creature does, that is not the unnatural part. 
What it does in your world now is not the unnatural part. The unnatural part is the access that it has to the worlds beyond its reach. The power that it has found in touching its own plane and touching your plane by existing in this one. It is that it has restructured what it is to be that creature that makes it an anomaly. Why don't you just put it back? I am one of many. I am in all places. But from this place, when the worlds began, I am but one. I cannot do what you ask. I don't have the means to interact with this world in that way. Can I you watch. give us the power to do that? If I asked it? I cannot. The power you seek does not derive from me. I cannot give you that strength. What I can do, I can make space in this space for such a thing to happen. But I was not the one who crafted these planes. I did not do that alone. I do not have the, the means for that alone. But I can do my part. I can open the space. But it will be up to you, the people of this world, and the Fae, and the Celestial, and the Shadow, the Arcane, and the Primal, to bring these powers to bear, to create place like that requires power from all of these brought together. I could teach this thing, but I cannot do this thing. To do this thing would be an act that you would have to do in concert. Genevera doesn't say this out loud, but in her mind, she thinks, I wish that Caliesto would just speak in absolutes instead of saying things like this thing, because we've had this conversation for an hour and I'm losing track of what this thing <laughs> means from bit to bit. Let me step back then. <laughs> we can just step back and, okay. and do this part again. I want Caliesto to respond to Genevera's <laughs> mind. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hush, child. <laughs> <laughs> when I say this thing, I mean this fucking thing. <laughs> Keep up. If you wish to contain this being in a plane to lock it away from its touch on the astral plane, to put its power to contain its power for a time until it figures out how to permeate it once more. That is not a thing that I can do. These planes were created by many. And my role in that 
is not something I can do on my own. I do not have the means to touch this place, as I said. But I can make space for this to occur, for this prison of sorts to be made. But the power that would make it rests with you. People of the material plane, with the Fae, with the Celestial, the Shadow and the Arcane, and with the primal powers that created the material plane. All must be brought to bear to create such a thing that could contain the power this being holds. I cannot do that. But I can teach it. I can show you what must be done. But it will be you who must do it. You and all of the beings of this reality. So hypothetically, if, say, a group of beings of this reality uh, decided that they, I don't know, didn't value uh, one of the other groups of this reality, it wouldn't work. Like, let's say, it, you know, let's say like a, a super powerful uh, group of of reality dwellers uh, decided to, I don't know, explode a whole world full of uh, greater races. Um, then eventually the shadow would just win. <laughs> Try to think how Kaliesto answers that question that isn't just yes. <laughs> Honestly, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> you cannot bring I've never to seen bear. an eye shrug before. <laughs> if you cannot bring to bear the powers, the deep magics, the arcane, primal and the material in harmony then there is no way to generate the power to do what you are asking to be done great um do you have like an official letterhead <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got these friends. Well, uh, I've got these acquaintances. I, <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know. I got it. I got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> what? You don't want to do that bit again, Anthony? <laughs> Starting now, there is a meeting taking place in the realm of the celestial. The gods speak once again to one another in the form of their avatar. A meeting that has not happened since the pact was formed. They once again expect me to take a place at that meeting. You, Gibetto, Fonkin, One Shoe, Stumble Knackle, Shadow Walker, Timber Shivers, you already speak with my voice. And so I would give you leave to speak with it there. Okay. Genevieve gives Gebetto a big <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> you are my vassals in this. All of you. 
You must support one another. Help one another through this. Only he may speak with my voice. But he cannot do this without you. Hypothetical. Be there for him. I got another hypothetical. You said all of the... So, say this... I don't know. Let's say, like, group of gods who chatted did agree with us. And then we had to go get the Fae, and they agreed with us. And then we had to go get the primal and that's does that probably agrees with us but we had to get the arcane and say hypothetically we were missing one hypothetically one link to a, a, a aspect of it would it fail i don't know <laughs> so we unite all these great powers and we force the shadow, we contain the shadow. Do you think that it should be contained in back in the shadow realm or in a new creation area? I don't know how you could force this being back into the place that it came from. It has become twisted and bound to this place now. Mm. So anything that might drive a creature to the place from which they come would simply drive it here. To do this, you must forge something new. Already, this world has seen the beginnings of a splinter. The beginnings of new realms take hold among the material plane. This would be but another layer. Another of the realms contained within this astral plane. These other realms, are you referring to what happened in Ishtara? What happens in Ishtara now is not unknown to me across all of the multiverses, but it is rare that any one plane overlay with another. That is very uncommon. Is certainly new for your world. All right, I gotta, I gotta ask then. Will you teach us and make this space for us to put this fucker in? There is a huge flash of purple light in front of you, and all four of you feel this rush of knowledge pour over you. The pieces of a grand weave that each of you have a fragment of, too large to contain by any one person you know that the other pieces of this ritual are contained with the others and that as a whole, it will take everything. First, you will need the celestial. You will need the fae. The ritual itself spell of all the schools of magic that must be cast 
and will bind with the primal elements. That's the okay. ritual will take a huge amount. The ritual will take a large amount of time and a huge amount of power. And the most important part, the piece that rests with each of you, is that the Shadow Lord must be weakened before that task can be done. You see the outlines of what must happen. Now you must bring the pieces together. When the when the light fades, you stand on that cliff once more. Well, now we have a game plan. Oh, well. Oh, oh yes, I wrote it down. It says game plan. I, I look at, uh, Asher looks at the notebook, learns a new word. <laughs> nice. Plan. <laughs> Big thumbs up. Yeah, Anthony, give him experience for that. <laughs> I'm one level higher. You get one experience Heck point. Yeah. Excellent. What's up? I was talking D&D with uh, somebody at work, and they were saying how they, like, you know, play by the rules and stuff. And it was like, oh, yeah, they got like, you know, a bunch of XP on this mission. And I was like, what's what? What's that like? <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, they killed six kobolds and it got them this amount of XP. And I was just like, what? Why? Like, why, why does it work like that? That, uh, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I was so confused. It's like, that seems arduous and not fun. Uh, it's to really punish you if you miss a session and then don't get the XP all your party mates got. Honestly, feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to read that plan to us? Oh, well, I mean, I, I, sure. Game plan. Uh, step one, get Celestials on board. Ooh. She kind of points at Gebetto, like with wiggly fingers uh two get all the other planes on board uh three have prison school four get the shadow lord prison in it. school i feel like we can check off three already yeah it, it yeah, I, I made the game off. plan before it happened and it just kind of whoosh but we will still have to like have don't we still have to have like uh get everyone else well on board, I yeah. I think everybody knows it. I think it. the Faye's on like, board. I don't know the whole thing. I know well, my part. I don't know the whole thing either, but... Oh, so do you think the Celestials now know their parts? Like, it just went into their brain no. as well? I'm hopeful. Okay. I mean, I'm fucking hopeful, I'm Asher, because gonna... I can't teach a god shit. I'm going to put a question mark next to have prison school. When we <laughs> go talk to them, we'll know if they had a sudden uh, influx of knowledge in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Question mark? If not, I feel like we would be able to just somehow teach or, them. That yeah, that feels right. Or we're the conduits for it. What did they? It will take everything. Yeah, it means we're probably gonna die. Yeah. So I think I have a lot more hopeful uh, interpretation of that. Yeah. Um, I think like you know, give everything you got. You know that kind of thing. Uh, uh, and Gibetto turns and heads toward the like. The god party. I never thought of it that way. Before. I don't know if we should, but whatever gets them through this meeting, right? <laughs> well, no, I think we should give everything. No, I meant the not dying I part. I think we're going to die, but he doesn't. Oh. And he's marching confidently towards gods. So whatever gets yeah. him there. His face is fucking ashen. Uh, like he is, he because he's not facing them anymore. He, like his arms are still going strong, uh, but his face, like, uh, you ever fart in an exam? <laughs> like that's the face he's making. That like, oh god, what am I doing? Oh god, everyone knows. Oh god, oh god, oh god. It's like farting in an elevator, and then someone walks in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except you like stay yeah. 
so focused on the doors to like, <laughs> try and hide it. Listen, if there's anyone who I trust <laughs> to fake confidence towards gods, it's Gebetto. Or he's actually confident. I don't know if I could tell the difference, Genevera. So. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to go catch up with call. him. And Genevera does a little like little mini fly for like a couple feet <laughs> and then like two steps to get to Gebetto. Okay. Shoot. Are you going to what did you want to talk to him or are you guys just moving on to the next to to this uh meeting? I would like to move on. Okay. I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I I just I don't yeah. Nothing important <laughs> okay. to say. Yeah. So Kath and Asher are like just are they just This is a cool bluff. This hanging is a cool out. Bluff. I wonder what I wonder what I they're talking know. about over there. <laughs> Are you are you are you following along or are you just standing there, guys? Well, they look like they want to chat. I feel like they so got to like give them Asher space. Asher and I are being respectful. Yeah. All right, great. So, Gibetto uh, uh, and Genevera, uh, make your way toward uh, that long building, uh, and at the edges of that building, the cliff face runs along uh, toward that building and then sort of runs beside it. Uh, right at the edge of the building, there is a single tree on this grass area. And underneath that tree, you see a small group gathered. Uh, it looks like five people standing underneath the tree. Is Patrick there? Patrick is not there. You don't recognize any of these people. Um, will you describe what they're wearing? Yeah. Uh, as you get closer, um, you see, uh, a half elf, uh, woman, long brown hair, uh, leaves woven into the hair, a, a giant green dress with a trail running down, uh, into, onto the ground, like a significant distance behind her. Uh, there is a, a man in red armor. He's a dwarf. Uh, his helmet has horns curling off of it. Uh, the, there is a, uh, an elven woman, uh, long flowing blue robes. She has uh, two satchel bags just stuffed with papers overflowing. Um, and she's scrawling things in a book in her hand. Um, you see uh, one figure standing there uh, all in uh, white, has a crimson shirt on underneath. Uh, and he wears a mask that is red on one side and white on the other, split down the center. Uh, and then you see a gnome, uh, ratty brown robes, uh, hair just in every direction, uh, scampering between people uh, as this group murmurs quietly to one another. Oh, right. Great. That's what I thought. Uh, so Gebetto walks up. You overhear, as you as you approach, you hear the voices come into clarity uh, to some degree. Um, and you can hear the dwarf. There is rage in his uh, being as he is standing in this grass. Uh, there's like a light mist that has formed. Uh, that is swirling around everybody, but around him it seems to burn away. Like uh, his anger is just like burning away the mist right next to him. Um, and you hear him say, we have not come to this place to meet like this in a thousand years and you would bring me here now? Now when we should be down there dealing with this issue? Uh... The woman in blue begins to speak. and She says, as you know, there is nothing. As you approach, everyone stops and turns to look at you. Life giver. Lore keeper. Savage king. Guiding light and joy maker. I come on behalf of the world binder herself. Gebetto Fonkin, once you stumble... 
Shadow Walker Knackle Timber Shivers. At your service. They, nobody says anything for a moment. They just stare. And then... You feel it, don't you? Virilian steps from the group. He walks over to you. He cocks ahead. And you can see a twinkle in his eye as soon as he moves toward you. Then he's, he rotates himself, so he's standing next to you. And he slaps an arm across your back, and he says, Smells like Kalyasto to me! <laughs> and he walks you forward. Uh, Gibetto checks his pockets. Uh, as soon as you do, he he rolls his eyes <laughs> and he hands you back your bag, your whole bag of holding. I see you, bud. <laughs> He's he smirks, uh, and then scampers off to stand uh, next to um, Oleander. You feel it, don't you? The knowledge inside you. What must be done? Salius cocks her head at you, and uh, Mercus looks down with rage. And when he looks down, like his helmet uh, creates a space that shields his eyes, like his beard comes down out of the helmet, but it's just a dark space, and his eyes are like burning coals inside that gap of his helmet. He says, What are you talking about? Gibetto uh, tears a piece of uh, paper out of a notebook on his side real quick, folds it up and tosses it towards Salius. Uh, Mercus, you know what I'm talking about. The great fight to come. That we would kill the shadow, ride your lands and burn them, fallow with the death of those shadow creatures? You feel inside you that that's not what's going to happen you know that's not how it's going to play out you know what needs to be done for there to be wars to come she falls silent for two thousand years and sends this creature with cryptics oleander steps forward she moves through the group toward you. She drops down to a knee in front of you, staring intently. Her eyes are a golden amber, and they glisten as she looks at you, like, like a small flame being breathed back to life. She says, think you carry something, a message that is clear to you, but obscured to us. We know the troubles your lands have seen. We know what has come. Do you know what you would have us do? I know what has to be done. And he puts both of his hands out to like lift her up. She puts her hands on your hands. And when she does, you feel what washes over you is a, a sensation of cold winter blowing giving way to spring winds and then summer warmth. You feel that blossoming unfold within you. You have brought secrets. Old secrets. The words of the all-seer still echo on you. 
you bring something from a time before us. You would ask us to follow your plan. A plan that is something that we have not something we were not made to do ourselves. I cannot see what you carry. I just can sense that you would ask us to bind our wills to you. I would ask that you would bind your wills to reality. To the preservation of everything. For the fights to come. For the trees that haven't yet blossomed to the secrets that we don't even know are coming yet to the blood and to the fire to the jokes the love and the hate that can only be possible if we're not all overwritten Salius flips through uh, the notebook that she has. She tucks it away and pulls out four or five scrolls and she's going through them. Finally, she begins to speak and it, it is with a voice that seems more demure than you would have anticipated from a deity before you. She says... There are rules, rules to what we can and cannot do, rules that would forbid what you ask, but forbid what you ask too. Her voice takes on a bit of steel as she stares coldly at Mercus. There are no options for us to interact with what is happening here. It seems cold, but it is not cold to allow these people to support themselves, to put our hope and faith in the greater races is what we have always done, to watch them flourish. From the time the shadow last left, Mercus stamps a foot. He says, when they were here, we fought them. And we will fight them again. And we will f destroy whatever we have to destroy to cut away the darkness that is Shadow. I like what he's saying. There will be no tomorrow if the Shadow still stands. And so we will fight it and we will destroy it. Whatever the cost. Marcus, there has always been Shadow and there always will be Shadow. What your pointing your rage at we also are too we don't want it as it is now but in every gift that a teacher gives their student in every new fighting style a a, a, a martial master gives their apprentice that is shadow that overwriting of previous states is shadow it has always been here we ask your participation in checking it and pushing it back to more of a balance 
as you speak to him, he looks at you. And then the second you stop talking, it's like his vision slides away. Uh, and he shakes his head as though he is like the things you have said have had no impact. Keth just kind of, uh, he, he had to kind of build himself up and then he just kind of deflates did, a little bit. You did a great job. You realizes, did a great job. Well, that, realizes that he cannot be the voice of Caliesto and just, just looks to Gebetto. You still did a good job. He, you gave Gebetto lots of ammo. <laughs> Asher, did you say amp mo? No, but I, I, would that make you feel better? Yeah, it's like kind of a cool play on words. I said that then. Yeah. Pops <laughs> <laughs> um, fist. Yeah, and so Gibetto, Gibetto looks at Mercus uh, and says word for word exactly what Kess said. <laughs> uh, well said, Gibetto. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, when you you say, as Keth said, and and Mercus kind of shrinks back. Uh, I understand the the way this is coming isn't in the book, uh, and he winks at Virilian. Uh, it's a little crazy. But not even the best of us could have seen this coming. If this doesn't call for a revision, I don't know what would. Iora sits in the grass, cross-legged, places a hand on each of its knees. It looks at you like with one side of its face, like pointing, like the white mask side of its face pointing at you. Then it cocks its head so that the red side stares as well. Oh, there will be blood. It won't be easy. We have spent some time in contemplation of late. The nature of this world, the nature of ourselves, the people of this realm see us as gods, and through them we see us as gods. We have been Foolish, I think, in holding too closely to powers that we can barely claim. A mutual friend showed me a path, a path where one could accept the pieces of themselves, whether they liked them or not. struggle against one's own parts saps strength but together we have come to understanding in understanding there is power where it is true for us it is also true for all of us. We six who stand here. We the beings beyond this place. Who are tied together by the threads of light. That weave in and out. Connecting. We must band together for strength. If for nothing else, 
because apart, this turmoil will destroy us. Salius, there's almost a panic on her face. But, 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 there, there are protocols, there are procedures, and we do not have in place the means to do what you ask us to do. You would have us put aside everything that we are. No, I would ask you to give everything that you are. The same way we will. What of him? He would give of himself as well if we gave him the chance. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, this this series of episodes is going to be called "Nobody Fucking Speaks Speaks in Absolutes" and name the fucking thing. But. Do not wake Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, we'll do it. That's how we That's fight Shadow. Shadow. Was that, was that Marcus? <laughs> what of him? What of my brother? He would give of himself, too, if we wake him from his slumber. The Dragon Lord will rise. Yeah, no, I knew what he meant. Uh, I wanted the timeout because of I what know he you meant. Did. I know I you did. I was confused. But I, I, I can't follow anything tonight. I have, like, lost the thread in every single one of these conversations. I had no You guys are clue. not allowed to fucking binge eat before recording. <laughs> no tacos on Sunday. <laughs> this is not my fault. This is the tacos' fault. This is not my fault. I want to do it. <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't do it. I mean, I wonder yeah, what I would happen. Go for it. I, I wonder what would happen because he's tainted by shadow, which is why he's. we wanted the, the Herrick's asleep or the faded. If we do what we do, I wonder if that'll cure him. Right. Well, I'm. that's why I'm saying, like, if he is bound to this agreement, if he agrees to this, like, celestial new pact idea not like literally but like Gorm wanted deal? to raise Herrix to burn the world down yeah this is why we fought Gorm we don't want Herrix well, no. No, no, no but that's no, not what no. I'm saying I'm saying this we're not in that situation anymore so we should Gorm wanted to wake Herrix and break the pact so that to destroy so the world so this would wake right? Herrix right. and not break er the pact Revise right. the pact. Right. But we are eventually going to want to break the pact in order for the Celestials to help us. That's 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 why I suggested a revision instead yeah, of did. I think a revision is important. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Yeah. Uh, I mean they're gonna be pissed. We gotta lock them in before they find out that we took away the dragons. <laughs> That's the thing. Does he have even that much power left? Yeah. Because his angels are gone. Yeah, I bet he does. Because power comes from the people. Yeah. I don't I'm, conf I'm no, confident in that. I need I'm, another dad. I I'm, need another dad. <laughs> I'm well, voting. If he's be your daddy's gonna die. Wake, so yeah, bring him back. <laughs> wake Dragon Daddy. Yeah, I vote Wake Dragon Daddy like shadow, too. Shadow, Shadow. I'm not voting. I abstain. <laughs> Thumbs up. You sure, Mikey? Yes. Let's go, baby. Let's ruin the world. <sighs> it's not gonna ruin the world, Asher. <laughs> it's gonna change it. It's gonna change. You give me that line again, Anthony. Third time's a charm. 
<laughs> what about my brother? <laughs> what hell shoot? Yeah. What about my brother? <laughs> did I did I nail it? <laughs> yes. What about him? What about my brother? The Dragon Lord would give his strength in this too. All of it. Bring him. Gibetto looks around the circle. Uh, what are the reactions that he sees? Uh, either from the gods uh, and from the rest of the many pennies. <laughs> Asher's very wide-eyed and shaking his head no. <laughs> but also shrugging. It's a very confusing gesture. So the other many pennies will have to answer for themselves as well. Of course. Uh, so Genevera like looks up. She's been taking notes furiously in her journal, uh, and she looks up and she like cocks her head and she kind of gives a, yeah, why not? Face. <laughs> Keth, tight lipped and kind of jaw clenched, and he just takes a deep breath in through his nose. And meets Gibetto's eyes and gives him a nod. As you glance around, you see an impassive face on Iora. You really don't see any face, you see a mask, but there has been no change in the body language that Iora is putting out to this meeting. You see contemplation on the face of Oleander. You see fear, and anger on the face of Salius. And in Virilian's face, you see no mirth, just a dark. brooding look. Kaliesto's plan. <clears throat> Takes all of us. And she means all of us. Virilian looks to you and says, You run a gamble. We have long sought to wake our brother. The shadow touches the world now as deeply as it did in the War of Shadows. This could be our undoing. Mercus spits on the ground. He says, He is stronger than that. And Brillian says, Maybe. Long ago, I was angered by the betrayal that Lanyer did to our people. But now, I worry that we may have let our pride cloud our mind that it truly may have been for the best. Mercus lets out like uh, a grunt of uh, disapproval. And Oleander says, 
But if we could contain him, if we could use his strength to seal the shadow away, would that not be redemption for the one who needs it most? Iora, you balance two sides. In a way, you're more qualified in this than the rest of us. You saw what a member of the greater races could do. when focused on managing Shadow. I would have your input here. The voice that Iora speaks with is a different voice than you heard before. It is deeper, more resonant. We think that the power that rests within our brother, that tries to control him, will be difficult for him to face. But it will not be impossible with guidance Guidance cannot come from us, for it is not ours to know this nature. But guidance from those who have felt this division. Without it, he will fall, and we will have doomed ourselves. But with it, he may prove invaluable. Gibetto looks to Genevera for what to say next. Uh, he points at her and he casts message and he she... says you're I mean you're dragon you're fey black dragon is shadow touched I don't have a thing for this and I'm really hoping you do Okay, so first of all, you're doing such a great job. I'm so proud of you. Second of all, I think that we have to go for it. I think that we, the whole world can burn down from, if if the whole world is burned down from Herrick's being touched by Shadow, like there's no, we've already lost. If that's going to be the case, then there's no fixing it. If we can work together all celestials. I th I think we can I I think we can make it work. I really want to meet Herricks. I'm sorry. I know that's not the point of this. Javetta like hits himself hits himself in the face and he's like, <laughs> go big go bigger go home right that's that's like your thing. Go big or go home, right?
Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventureinkpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. The plane of fire may be incorruptible. The space beyond the plane of fire, the ethereal plane that contains it, is not. Why did Siri get... No. No. I found this about the plane of fire. (laughs) Let me tell you this about the plane of fire. Serious business.